<laughs> Hello. What's up, trick bitch? Hey, baby. How you doing? What did What did you go see? <clears throat> I went to see Isle of Dogs. And? I love Wes Anderson, and it was phenomenal. Wow, phenomenal. There were a lot of... There are a lot of interesting choices that were made in the movie, but overall, it was very, very good. <laughs> you sound so pretentious. <laughs> now, like, uh, Kara and I were talking after we had left about how uh, it's kind of weird that all of the human characters in the movie um, spoke in Japanese, and very rarely was it translated for uh, the audience. Right. The only time it was ever translated was when it was like a being broadcasted on television within the movie. Uh-huh. Um, so it was just a situation where it was like, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> like, uh, I guess I'm just going to have to like use context clues to figure out what this human is saying to this other human. Meanwhile, I can understand dogs perfectly fucking fine. One sounds a lot like Edward Norton. Was it Edward but Norton? It was good. It was Edward Norton. How did they find a dog um, that sounds so much like Edward Norton? Why wouldn't they just use Edward Norton? Like It's like... interesting because they also had one that sounds like, uh, oh, man, they had one that sounds like Brian Cranston. Really? And they had, yeah, and they had one that sounds like. Uh, These sounds like some talented dogs you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they were very, very talented claymation dogs. And I will say the most pretentious thing I can probably say about the movie is uh, it's absolutely one of the best claymation or stop motion movies i've ever seen um and like the work with like the dog's fur and everything was just fucking amazing it's it was also, so good it's also the most recent one you've seen uh yeah i mean definitely <laughs> as of uh as of today for sure well no i'm just saying like this is the most recent one made so like yeah yeah. I mean, Kubo and the Kubo and the Two Strings was really impressive because it had like some really really cool action sequences and stuff. Um, but like, just like the way they got like the fur to actually like blow in the wind in appropriate scenes and stuff. Yeah, like like scenes where it would make sense for their fur to be blowing, it would be blowing, and it was just like, whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> Did you sneak some alcohol into the movie theater? Then? Not this time. <laughs> you fucking problem alcoholic you. <laughs> I've I've had a weird thing going on lately. Um Yeah. This is not it's it's really strange. I I don't know what's going on, but my farts have been really smelly. Yeah. And that's not like me. Have you been has your diet changed at all? No, it's still terrible. Have you been consuming more diet beverages than normal? Nope. About the same. How about uh, half how gallon about, a day? <laughs> how about uh, have you been consuming any sugar-free candy? No, and actually, almost no candy whatsoever. Interesting. Not a lot of sweets. Uh, does it like what? They're smelly in what way? Do they smell more sulfuric or do they smell more metallic? Oh, everywhere. They're going everywhere. <laughs> a lot of times, uh, landfill or maybe like a dish disposal that doesn't work but still has food Ooh. in it. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I brought you there, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So, like, so the oh, animation yeah. in the dog movie. What was? <laughs> tell, <laughs> tell us more about the dog. The dog movie. <laughs> no, I've uh, no, I've almost watched exclusively nothing but a uh, playoff hockey, pretty much for the past week or so. Oh, you mean uh, you mean you watched the Tampa Bay Lightning lose? Huh? Yeah. Games. Yes, one game. Yeah, I watched yeah. the Devils lose two before that. Yeah, but well, give it. Give it like a day or two. 
Yeah, and that'll be the next win for the Lightning. And then for the uh, Devils. <laughs> again, name the captain of the Devils. Uh, Adam Scott. <laughs> nope, that's uh, Parks and Rec. He's the captain oh, of Parks fuck. and Rec. Yeah, <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. Yeah, you're. No, yeah. It's, it's something. It's something close to that, isn't it? <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Oh man! You fucking dickhead! No, uh, I've watched uh, pretty much exclusively, and this is probably, uh, without a doubt, probably been one of the more entertaining. I feel like playoffs. This the first round usually is kind of like, eh, who fucking cares? Re- like, really, who cares? Like, there's a couple wild card teams. If the like, if the lower teams don't do well than expected, then it's just kind of like, all right, then yeah. Yeah. So the best team in this in this conference <laughs> is gonna beat the one that barely got in. What a shock! You know what I mean, like shit yeah. like that. So I I don't know. Uh, I think my bracket is still intact because no teams have been eliminated. But I think there's yeah, gonna be a couple true. weird sweeps. Uh, <laughs> and and probably the the gayest ever opening like first ever playoff game of that was the, it goes to the gay uh, to the. Uh, the Vegas Knights. That was. Oh yeah. If you, if anybody has time, I'll see. Uh, hopefully, I can. Maybe I'll find a link and I could just post it either in the comment section for this, or if you have, like, just look up Vegas Knights uh, opening ceremony, or I don't, I don't even know what to fucking call it. It was like medieval, medieval knights, or what is it? Medieval times on ice. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're they're playing the Kings in the first round. Oh yeah. They're barely touching on that. They're just going hardcore with the Knights thing. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know they go, everybody said like if I had a nickel for every time somebody one of the fucking uh announcers was like, "Well, it's Vegas. They're putting on a show." <laughs> it's like, ugh. <laughs> I would have pro- probably like 10 nickels, you know? Solid 50 nice. cent 50 cent piece, you know? But um so that might contribute to. I haven't really moved a lot kind of been yeah. almost completely still watching these games but it's been pretty entertaining i'd have to say probably one of the more entertaining first rounds in a while uh, is uh is jamie langenbrenner still the captain because that was the last time i followed the devils closely jamie langenbrenner was still the uh, yep that's captain. him yeah you got it oh he's still the captain oh yeah 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 definitely i know he's not don't what are you talking about <laughs> i know he just retired. watch a game I can't. I don't have cable, and I don't have access to NBC Sports. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> There's so much conviction in that. I don't have <laughs> NBC Sports. I would. I would. Uh, like tonight at dinner, I was watching uh, the Washington uh, Capitals and uh, whoever the fuck they're Col- playing. Columbus and- Blue Jackets. Columbus Blue Jackets and boy oh boy do neither of those teams look like they're going to make it to the stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy the, fuck. It's really it's really really weird. It's weird <laughs> they like they looked terrible. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like uh it was something like uh you know the you know the meme of the the black guy pointing to his head. Yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, you can't do this if you blah, blah. and it says like, hey, you can't choke in the second round if you choke in the first round. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's the Capitals. <laughs> It's really yeah. well. It, it from the looks of the game tonight, they're both choking in the first round. Yeah, it, it's it's end in a draw. The the weirdest thing to me, my my favorite position has always been goaltender, just because they're the weirdest and they play yeah. the longest. Like that's they they're the guys who log the most minutes. But like yeah. that, it's kind of uh, and they're fucking weird. 
they're really crazy. But they, but they, uh, the weirdest choices in, in goaltending I've seen in the longest time, like the your your precious, you know, so called precious Devils, Marty uh, Brodeur. <laughs> yep, he's still. Yeah, he came back from retirement. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's retired. Um, with the Blues organization, we what a fucking asshole. Uh, no, he is the greatest <laughs> for sure. But um. No, no, they started their fucking backup. Who was, I guess, arguably has done better. This guy Kincaid. Yeah. Have you ever seen Bowfinger? Yeah. Yes. You know, every time I see hear his name, I I say that line from that from that uh, part where he's like Kincaid. Any <laughs> anytime we score him, which was a lot. It's like ten times so far, or twelve. Yeah, twelve. Twelve times. Twelve goals on you. Anyway, <laughs> going on. Um. You start your backup. Like, everybody, how many, like, backups were started and how many, I don't know if it's injury or if it's just a shitty starter. I don't know what the hell it is. But I'm, like, I'm like you. I'm, I'm turning these games on, and I'm not recognizing these players. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think I'm think a, a prob- I'm probably going to do an episode. I think I talked about this last time. But I might wait until the first round's over to do an episode of the Hockey Talk Man. Yeah, th- that would be cool to do like a first round summary. And I'm trying to figure out if I want to if I want a guest or not. And I don't know I don't know if I want one or not. Maybe I'll try to get a uh, Jeremy Ronick or uh Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, or you know what? I'll just go for the great the the great one. Uh Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. So Wayne, I know you're out there. I know you're listening. He's big he's a big baby. This guy. He is one <laughs> of the biggest babies. Almost as big of a baby as Sidney Crosby. Um, yeah. If you want to be on the show, I know. Well, what am I, what am I saying? Chris, come on. <laughs> of course he wants to be on the show. <laughs> Just go ahead and email me, aceofbase at gmail.org. Uh, Ooh, you're putting it out there, Pat. Yeah. All those dick pics, baby. Yeah, yeah they're all there. But, yeah, yeah, that's about it. You got any farts or anything? or? <clears throat> No, I don't have any farts right now. Do yeah. you have any? Nope, not yet. I have no... Cool. <laughs> not yet, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you guys go to dinner? We went to Quaker Steak and Lube. Ooh, and Lube, huh? Yeah. Wow. How was got that? some wings. It was very good. Uh-huh. Service was good. Got to watch <laughs> hockey. Yeah, uh-huh. Yelp it. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. What else? Uh, they have funnel cake fries on their buffet, which are an interesting choice, but they are okay. I didn't know they had a buffet. <clears throat> Only on Tuesdays they have a taco. <laughs> they have a taco bar, and all you can eat wings. I'm assuming you're holding up like uh, air quotes, right? When you said taco bar, <laughs> no, no, no. They have a taco bar, and they have all, and a nacho. Like it's tacos or nachos, and then they also have all you can. What eat do you wings. mean? So wait. This is a this is a buffet we're talking, right? Yeah. So what are you what are you talking about? Nachos or tacos? How's about you can, both, bitch? You can have both. How about taco sure. nachos, which and are just tacos? Have, and, and you can put wings that you on dropped. top of it. <laughs> <laughs> you just make tacos and you drop them on a plate. That's taco nachos. Taco nachos, bitch. Taco nachos, bitch. <laughs> and you know where you can get taco nachos? Where? Only here on the.
boy! Uda. You were so That's late. That was pretty close. That was pretty close. I was halfway through Uda before you said. No, you were not, you bitch. Wow. You wanna... How are you, Pat George? I'm good, Chris William. How are you? You filthy I'm... mouth bitch. <laughs> I'm doing well. Man. I always, you know, I like maybe maybe we're just both, you know, we just really actually want to fight each other. <laughs> but never when we're in person. Yeah, we're just both. We're, we're those fake internet tough guys. We're we're uh, that we're that, you know. Like, hey, what's go what is what's going on with Sean Hannity? What is happening? What is what is this? Oh. <laughs> like I, I I just honest, please God, give me the cliff notes. But just, uh, what so, is it? <laughs> so uh, in the. Uh, you know how the FBI went to Michael Cohen's office no. and like took a bunch of stuff. Okay, no, no. So the FBI went to Michael Cohen's office and and like I don't know it. who Michael Cohen is. Just just uh, tell me Michael, what's going on. <laughs> my, Michael Cohen is Trump's lawyer that paid Stormy Daniels money from the Republican National Convention. Listen, listen to me right now. I'm a toddler. I don't. <laughs> okay. I don't know anything about this. Give it to me. Toddler bullet points. That's what we're okay. talking. So so Donald Trump's lawyer is being investigated by the FBI and we found out that he's been secretly also working with Sean Hannity. Okay. And Sean Hannity is denying it but the paperwork says otherwise. What but what is what, okay so what is he so does, has he fucked a porn star? Is that what we're saying? Or uh, are we saying that not- this lawyer exclusively works with porn star quieting or <laughs> or is it is it this lawyer? I don't get it. I don't know what the what's the big deal. Still, uh, so I I think the the issue is mostly that uh, Sean Hannity denied it. Okay. Um, but so, let me see if there's. Um. Hmm. What is it? Let me see here. Yeah. Oh, so it's just. That it's just that uh, Sean Hannity was named uh, as a client of Michael Cohen. Okay. Um, and let's see here. Uh, during a packed courtroom in Lower Manhattan on Monday, he was named as a client of Mr. Trump's longtime personal lawyer and fixer, Michael D. Cohen. The revelation nudged the conservative commentator into the orbit of those who have lately come under legal scrutiny related to the investigations of Mr. Trump and his associates by the special counsel, special counsel Robert S. Mueller III, and the United States Attorney's Office in Manhattan. Both inquiries have provided fodder for Mr. Hannity's primetime cable show and nationally syndicated radio program. The host's closeness with the president may not sit well with the media watchdogs, but the cozy relationship has been good for the Hannity business. Hannity's the most watched show, blah blah blah. You, know, you 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 say you're smart, but you don't understand what fucking bullet points are, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, I do. I I do. It's just that I I, I didn't know if it was any. If God was damn anything it! More sign- I didn't know if there's anything more significant than uh, he's also been working with Michael Cohen. That's and it. from what I can see, it seems like that's pretty much it. But he does. <sighs> Michael Cohen does have a history of being a fixer. Right, he's the wolf. Uh, fighting people and stuff like that. So uh, there's like speculation that like uh, Hannity may have had things covered up, and there's also like speculation that uh, he and Trump, who were we knew were close before, they're now probably even closer than we ever thought. Right. Which questions, they may have been in the same uh, room together. Journali- which questions journalistic integrity and things like that. Uh, for who? <laughs> 
Uh, for Sean Hannity. Oh, isn't like isn't that the definition of Sean Hannity? Is 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 intel? What what was it again? That one. Uh, it was journalistic. Journalistic. Integrity. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 obviously the he's the the poster child for that, right? Like that's. I mean, you can't question this guy's legitimacy. This guy, he's he's delivering hard facts, hard news all the time. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he's definitely never contradicted himself and then came back from a commercial break and had to admit that he just <laughs> contradicted himself. <laughs> so wait, so okay, so this is essentially the same thing as when when people like when like, you know, like Trump bombs Syria and then they somebody brings up a a tweet from him from like 4 years ago and he's like, "Uh, Syria, don't bomb, don't ever bomb Syria, it's the worst." And it's yeah. like like you like you're proving the fact that he's still a liar like we knew he was a liar before he got in like that's well, well it's it's not that trump's a liar it's that sean hannity is a liar which i thought again was very clear to everybody <laughs> he he he's like openly very christian yeah they're all liars that's that's they're lying to themselves they're lying to everybody else like come on you right. know what i mean it's faith but it's really just it's it's your own, it's personal truths. Let's just say he's not a liar. <clears throat> he's just a personal truth inventor. Yeah? Right. Is that good? Right. And I uh the speculation I guess for like did he cover something up for Hannity is uh since the <clears throat> uh since the raid of his office they also found out that um Elliot Broidy, who's a like top Republican donor, uh, Michael Cohn had paid out $1.6 million to a Playboy model to also cover up a sex scandal for that person. Hmm. So so they're like, it's all, it's kind of a situation where like, oh, it's only a matter of time until Sean Hannity comes out with his. Also, isn't Sean Hannity the one that liked porn on Twitter and then was like, oh, it was an intern. That pesky intern. Might have been. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that I'm gonna fact check myself on that quick for a quick updates and correction. <laughs> Already, <laughs> this is not this doesn't really this whole thing hasn't been updates and correction. We're not gonna I'm not even gonna put the music in. It's not that <laughs> you're not gonna update well, no, and correct yourself. I well I was going to do a uh, <clears throat> I was going to do updates and correction updates and correction <laughs> uh, short little segment on. Uh, the cancer warning on coffee labels in California because I read a little bit more about it. Okay, perfect. Uh, What's that? So one? I can't find if it was Sean Hannity or not, and I give up. I think I'm mixing Sean Hannity up with Ted Cruz as the Zodiac Killer. Was it Ted Cruz um, or was it possibly Bill O'Reilly? I know he had some, <laughs> he had some weird stuff going on. I, I think I think Ted Cruz uh, was the one who liked the like incest porn. Ugh. Yeah, but come on, uh, incest porn. Like, hold on. That's well, not yeah, it, you know it, what I mean. It was the it was it was the title. The title is like definitely not step or definitely I, not mommy walks in on daughter and boyfriend. I de- I I defend uh the labeling of incest porn the same way people defend their grandpa when he says the n word. They're like, uh, <laughs> like uh, he's he's a good guy. He's <laughs> he doesn't mean like the incest porn is like it's not really incest. They're just pretending. I don't know why they're that way. I don't know yeah. why this is. I don't know what the appeal is to say like, "Oh, sister caught me, so I fucked her." Like what? Like I don't know. Yeah. Like, oh, she. I fucked my sister, and guess what? She's into it. It's great. Like, uh, like I don't. I don't get that. I've never yeah. had the urge to fuck any family members. So, and even a fantasy like the taboo of it to me is yeah 
is not is not like that's not a that's not a taboo. That's just not that's just gross. That's not, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, well, well like that's like the, the asshole of a taboo that, though. It's like something that other people will find gross. But that's but no like, no no like. But that's like what I'm saying. A, is a there's a purpose or fetish or something? But those are those are those are like that's friction. That's that's like that's a hole. That's a thing. Like like the asshole is still a hole. You know what I mean? It's not the yeah. It's not the uh, I guess the accepted and or uh, preferred hole for procreation. But it, it but <laughs> no but intended. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like it's a functioning hole. Right, but like yeah. I think, I think in I think like, incest qualifies as a uh, as a taboo the same way like uh, ebony or BBC or cuckold or any of that sort of stuff also fits into like a fetish category or BDSM or femdom. See, all those things are sex. are different though. Like that's the thing is like if you're if you're just having sex with a family member, you're just having it's just like a. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like it just seems like, oh, I just like people that look like my sister. Like that's a fantasy or something. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't I don't know. I just don't. Under, I don't get yeah. it. The other stuff, like I said, is there's like there's a thing about that thing. I, right. I understand what taboos that, are. but like that makes it different. Yeah. There's something that that for some reason it gets it gets you off. But Out, I feel like the family the member title. thing. Yeah. Like it for you, it's all set up like the, the whole setup of that. All those other things are the actual thing itself. That this seems yeah. like I have to know that they're related before they start fucking for me to get hard. <laughs> like that's that seems weird. It's condition uh, conditional fucking boners. It's weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what's your update for the uh, the carfee? Oh. Uh. So what I had read in uh this was it was interesting to me because uh when when it was first brought up uh it was brought up as like a judge just made the decision. Um, and it was actually like uh, part of a lawsuit that was brought up against the coffee industry um, by an organization called uh, the Council for Education and Research on Toxics. Um, and apparently the ruling was sounds like they don't wear shoes. <laughs> 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 sounds like they wear lab coats, but no fucking shoes. That's what it sounds like to uh, me. <laughs> so uh, the lawsuit was brought up because a few years ago uh, it was found that um there's a chemical in um like certain foods um when like cooked in a certain way or in a certain manner um that is a carcinogen and that chemical is called acrylamide and acrylamide is what has been uh there's evidence that uh acrylamide is linked to cancer now, the reason that the lawsuit was brought forth is because a few years ago, when it was determined that acrylamide was a cancer-causing uh, compound, uh, the potato chip industry uh, altered their preparation of potato chips to remove acrylamide. So the lawsuit was brought forth because they were essentially saying, like, if potato chips can do it, so can coffee. And the judge ruled essentially that until coffee alters the way it is roasted, um, which causes the production of acrylamide, or the way it is prepared, which but different. You can't it. say that coffee is ro- like coffee is roasted differently. Different kinds of coffee are roasted differently. The beans are from different places, though. Like you said, like other places are prepared. It's saying that coffee, how it's prepared, all over is always. Do you know what I mean? Like 
Well, from, so from the article I read, the way it made it sound was that um, coffee that is mass produced is where it releases. Right. So like Folgers like, uh, it, and like like yeah, those. It, like... it essentially said like if you if you buy pre ground coffee or if you go to a coffee uh, like a chain coffee place like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks that there's a uh, there's a much higher probability of it being in your coffee as opposed to grinding and brewing your own coffee at home. Right. Um, so I don't know if it's specifically in the grinding process. Because I, I was just, it's specifically I was just in the boiling process. The, uh... That was something I couldn't find. But essentially, it was just like, uh, it's a, like, this chemical has been shown to cause cancer. It is in this product. And until you prepare it in a way that doesn't create this compound, you have to have a warning. And it's the warning isn't that coffee causes cancer. The warning is that there is a chemical in the coffee that has been tied to causing cancer which i know is like splitting hairs yeah it like yeah but almost exactly but, like like it's literally <laughs> it's lit- it's like that's like again that's the, exactly what that is is just like yeah it's not does it it's uh, i got i i know i've talked about this before but the the h2o or what was not h2o but the uh the o2 conversation i had a, a argument with a respiratory therapist at the place i used to work about yeah. if oxygen was flammable, he's like, no, but you can't have o- you can't have fire without oxygen, and I was like, what? right, you know, like <laughs> I that yeah, sounds well, like it's <laughs> the key component to fire <laughs> if you if you need well, it. So I would have to say like you need gasoline to run your car. So like that's but you know it's not like doesn't run on gasoline. There's much <laughs> more to like. Nah, it's it sounds like it yeah, does it, like. It's- it's more of the combustion of the gasoline that runs your car. Right. And I think oxygen and fire works a similar way where... Like if you add uh, oxygen to a fire, it gets bigger. Like that's right. and if 100%. Re- and, and, <laughs> right. And if you remove oxygen from a fire, it goes out. Right. So like... But it's not the, but it's not the oxygen that's burning. I think that's the difference. Like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying that that's, that's the difference is that it's... It, like if you had, if you had like a... If you had an aerosol can full of oxygen, you could not hold a lighter at the end of it like you can bug spray. Right, right. And, and make a homemade flamethrower. Right. However, if you hold a can of bug spray and uh, uh, and shoot it into a lighter and then also shoot oxygen into the stream, it will make the flame burn hot, right. hotter. So it's that's what I'm saying. It's like you like I couldn't even get him. <clears throat> I couldn't even get him to say like. So it's like. Can you just say that it's like point one percent flammable, just so I can go home <laughs> and just be like, like because you I'm just not wanted a victory. Well, that's well because like I feel like I earned it. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there telling me everything I'm saying is right, but at the same time, at the end of his sentence, is like, no, so you're wrong. And it's like, uh, uh. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but it, it's because it's because it feels like a contradictory statement, but it's true. Yeah, I like I, I get not, it. Like I'm not a, I'm not an idiot. Not flammable, right? But a fire can't exist without it, right? And it's just like, all right, well then, great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, fire's not, you know, it's not, it's not gonna burn you, but if you get close to it, it's gonna get real hot on your arm, and then it's gonna bubble, and then like your skin's <laughs> gonna boil off, and then like, all right, so that we're just not gonna either way. Yeah, you wanna get but into no, uh, what? I, I was just gonna say, yeah, that I was just interested to read that there was, like, that there was more to it, and that it was part of a lawsuit. So there like, was some science linked to it. 
Yeah, there's definitely science linked to it. And one of the reasons why, from what I read, that the judge ruled in favor of the uh, shoeless hippies yeah. is be- is because um, the defendants who were saying that coffee has positive health side effects yeah. didn't actually produce any scientific research to support their statement. Right. Because the, so the issue was the defendants came forth and they were like, coffee, they, they, they were like, yes. Coffee has acrylamide in it, or whatever. Uh, yeah, acrylamide in it, which is linked to causing cancer in very like rare circumstances. Yeah. However, the positive health benefits of drinking coffee outweigh the risk of the cancer, and that's essentially how a warning has to work. Right. Like the way warnings work is the positives have to outweigh the negatives. Right. That's why. That's why. Like. Uh. Like. Uh. When I had that. Uh prostate infection uh i had to take a black box antibiotic because it could cause permanent neurological damage and the uh the fda determined that uh it was the risks were higher than the rewards by taking that medication right although i'll have to argue that uh my i'm pretty fine neurologically and no longer have an infected prostate so as far as you know win-win for me uh, well, I mean, I, I stopped peeing blood, so... For now. Um, right. Uh, but anyway, so so that was... It was essentially, like, this was the judge ruling, essentially, just because, like, the defendants didn't get their shit together. Like, they thought it was going to be a cakewalk, I guess, it seemed, in yeah. my opinion. Because they're it like, it's, like they it's coffee. In. You can't be coffee, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's really funny, too, is the prosecutors were even like, don't get me wrong, it's not going to stop me from drinking coffee. Yeah. We we just want the label on there, <laughs> right? Right, and, and that's what I'm saying. It, is it? It's like it's. It just seemed like a a victory for victory's sake, because it's like yeah, one of those yeah, things yeah. that like. So there's no real like, you can't exactly prove it, but it, it, it right. and I and again, this sounds like this sounds like old man Pat coming off the porch, but like, it's like, <laughs> like what doesn't give you fucking cancer? You know, like what? Yeah, right. Like, there's literally too much. Yeah, too much sunlight. Sitting for too long. Eating yeah. too many fried foods. Not enough sunlight. Diet soda. Right. Yeah, not enough sunlight. Drinking regular soda. <laughs> Free basing uh, cocaine. Yeah. I mean, like anything. You just can't <laughs> have fun of, anymore. Yeah, thinking about masturbating. Oh God, <laughs> my insides would be black goo by now. <laughs> like <laughs> thinking about. I think about masturbating now more than I masturbate. You know that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. I'm at that like point the, now where the, I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna masturbate late. This is gonna be good. No, like, I'm totally with you. Like the last three days, the last three days, I was like, I was like, man, I haven't masturbated. In a while. I've been aching for really a good jerk. <laughs> yeah, and I've been like, I should really sit some time aside. And then I just get <laughs> the end of the day. I'm just like, ah, my headphones are in my pants, and I've already put my bed shorts on. <laughs> I, I don't think I could do this tonight, yeah. self. Yeah, sorry guys. Uh, or, or I'm like. like or, or Rain like check. This morning, I this morning I set an alarm for six fifteen so I could wake up and do it before work. And then my <laughs> alarm went off, and I was like, I was like, eh, I don't know. A half hour of sleep sounds a little bit better than getting getting to jerk off. And you're like, maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the first time that I'm an old man that I'm like I'm like weighing sleep versus no. masturbation? No, I, because I can. I'll tell you right now. I remember being a kid and being like, uh, I'm dozing off while my dick is in my hand but boy oh boy i'm finishing this job yeah oh yeah this there's gonna be there's gonna be white going these knuckles before the night's over i'll tell you what boy i'll tell you what i'll 
I'll tell you what, baby. You're like psyching yourself out in the mirror, like pointing. Come on, get yourself together. <laughs> Jerk this dick off Did right you, now. <laughs> okay, I've got a question for you before we get into rapid fire. Okay. Have you ever gotten so bored of <clears throat> masturbating but not being no. able to quit that you started no. like <laughs> no, that you started like uh, you started like talking to yourself like a drill sergeant? <laughs> no. Hey, this is totally no. appropriate too because R.I.P. Yeah. R. R.I.P. Arly Ermy. Yeah. Right. No, I, I've definitely. You piece thing. of shit! How yeah, tall are you, been, boy? Six inches there, and, a, and been, a quarter. I didn't know they stacked shit that high. <laughs> there's been times where, like, I've been jerking off for like forty-five minutes, and my penis is sore, and my legs are asleep, and I'm just like, uh, I, "Why are your like, legs start... asleep? What are you doing?" Uh, well, because I mostly masturbate sitting on the toilet. Uh, That's why you got a fucking an... prostate exam. You're sitting on the toilet for forty-five <laughs> minutes, you animal. <laughs> It's an easier cleanup. Yeah, but like Jesus uh, Christ, forty-five minutes though. Well, but that's the thing is, like, I started and didn't want to give up halfway through a job. <laughs> uh, but like, I got to a point where I was just like begging myself to finish and like trying to make a deal, just like bartering with my own body, <clears throat> just being like, "Come on, just finish." It's been so long, and then like I started like I I didn't start crying, but I started. Like getting frustrated tears, Ugh. or just being like, I, "I just want to finish." <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's but again a... that that was when I was like seventeen. <laughs> sure, <Wink>. seventeen <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> you ready to get All into right. rapid fire, bitch? Rapid fire. Hey, Pat, hey, that was up? great. That was really you know I mean? good. That was probably the closest I've ever done to what I think the actual music is. Yeah, I th- your tempo's terrible, and all of the instruments were wrong, but you got it. Well, yeah. I am white. Wow. Anyway, let's go. Jerry Hazynuts is the first Ooh, one. We got some this is, some good ones. This is, yeah, tacos or burritos. Wait, where where the fuck are you? Oh, this, this is an old one we never got to. Pat, are you jerking off? Yeah. Is that okay? Real quick, are you jerking off? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Uh, this is from this is from when we were planning to record uh, two weeks ago, and then we were just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're taking a week we're off. We're going to cry in the toilet with our dicks in our hands. <laughs> <laughs> so Jared Hazel wants to know, tacos or burritos? I'm a burrito boy all day, every day. Uh, man, this is tough. Here's the reason why. I'm going right. to justify this, all right? Okay. For me to get filled up on tacos i have to eat depending on the size of the taco at least three if we're talking genuine tacos like three tacos for me like big like regular like i don't know i don't know like 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 three or four i feel like are good ones right i like i like to go to the restaurant where you can build your own you you get all the shit with it i feel like tacos i think i'm more of a taco guy and soft shell tacos so oh i like soft shell tacos but here's my thing right even though I'm a great big fat person, or are you a great big fat person? Wait a minute, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, Pat, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to find out this. Breaking way. Jews. Uh, uh, I still have a lot of shame related to eating, so I would rather like, especially if like I'm eating in public. Like, if I'm thinking if I'm going to like a Chipotle or a Moe's or a Mercado burrito, uh, I would rather order one burrito than three or four tacos. Why is that? Just the number. I'm a simple man. I don't. I don't know. Like, is that what is that what Leonard Skinner was talking about? <laughs> to be a simple, simple 
burrito, dude. <laughs> you order a burrito over several smaller yeah, tacos. Yeah, that's the song. Those are the lyrics, right? Yeah. Am I hearing it? Spot I'm, on. I'm hearing it in my head. Like you, you're nailing this. Like you're nailing the rapid fire song. Thanks, man. Hey, so you're tacos you. and I'm burritos. That's why we work. Hey, that's why we always work. Okay. <laughs> I don't uh, know why so, I went to Italian just now. Uh, CM Carter asks. Talk to me about neuroplasticity and well, humanity's capacity for change. Chris, I'll have this one. Like, I'll handle this oh, one. Oh, hold on. Uh, huh? Like, I used to be a taco boy, oh. then a burrito man, and now quesadillas own my soul. Uh, I, I think I think neuroplasticity is the definition of human nature. Um, I think it's what separates oh, trust us from me. animals exactly. more than anything else. Yes, I agree. Cool. Right. Glad we see eye to eye. Absolutely. Because I, I feel like uh, neuroplasticity is one of those things that I know about, and that is a thing that people have. So <laughs> when... So, hold on. Uh, let me finish. It, it's in, uh, it's uh, simple <laughs> kind of man terms, Give me the toddler bullet points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> neuroplasticity just means your ability for your uh, thoughts to change. So your morals to change or your oh. approach to things to Maturing, change. you mean. Well, uh, it's it's not even really. It's literally that, yeah. Well, sure, but I mean, it's not it's not something that necessarily has to come with age. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Experiences, right? Experiences, maybe not age. Experiences, right? right. Experiences. You can be sure. way way more experienced beyond your years before your years. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I uh, sounded so so frail at the that last word there. <laughs> So now we've got a, a Chris Russo marathon coming in. So prepare yourself. I'm not happy about it. Uh, what is the best roast joke or put down you've ever had directed towards you? Hey, um, aren't you Chris Russo's friend? <laughs> that was the biggest insult uh, I've ever had. Whipped at me. I, I think the best insult I've ever had is uh, Mike Carpenter once on stage uh, said that I looked like uh, an extra from Orange is the New Black. Not an important one, just one you see walking around in the background. That's not bad. And uh, I like it that wasn't hurt. It wasn't hurtful. That's good. But it's it was accurate. Very very funny and yeah. accurate. Like that's yeah. one. Of those, you look like a very. Uh, what, what's the uh, what's the word when you're in between? Androgynous. Them? That's the word. I was gonna say ambidextrous, but that's <laughs> that's where you can jerk off you with your like legs asleep. Yeah. You look like somebody who can use their left hand or their right hand to masturbate <laughs> while they're crying with their, their legs asleep on the toilet. I, I Just think bartering, I think bartering with themselves. One honestly, one of one of my favorite. I like it, it's recent because I like I I can't I know that if I like go through old like when we watch uh, there's a Andy Malafarina the uh, the um the leader of the Dub Kit um, yeah he. Um, he had a show, a YouTube show. I think it was just called. It was yeah. It was just it was called the show. And yeah. there's a couple episodes on um on YouTube. And I feel like we kind of wing, we kind of sling uh insults back and forth a little bit on there. And right. I I'm sure there's some pretty good gems on there. Uh, one of my favorites that I had on someone was in the moment accurately <laughs> made the reference. And comparison to Lemare Lee as um, as the young black child from the movie Hook. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I was like, oh, he, 
you can do it, Peter. And I did like a line from the movie or something like that. And I, I, yeah. I was very impressed with myself on that one. But I feel like the best one hurled at me recently um, was uh, it was when I went back to Florida and I was wearing yeah. my Vancouver Canucks hat and my glasses and like a white uh, like polo shirt or something. I, I looked comfortable. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, yeah. I walked into my mom's office and my old coworker was there and he was like, he's like, what the fuck is wrong? He's like, you look like Forrest Gump. And, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. It was like when I looked at in the mirror, I was like, that is the best fucking on the, like on the, off the top of his head burn. <laughs> like it was so accurate. It was great. Like it was really funny. Like I, I feel like that was uh, in the moment when hurled at me, but I know, I know there's been better for sure. Yeah. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. <clears throat> All right. So Chris Russo also asked, Ugh. discuss your discuss your comedy. What are your short, intermediate, and long term goals? Is this like an um, interview or something? Like for the worst <laughs> I job? feel like it. <laughs> uh so my short term goal is to just do as much stand up as possible. My intermediate goal is to move to a city that allows or an area that allows me to do stand up more without having to travel as much. And my long term goal was is to uh, start performing in like uh, smaller venues or like theaters. Like I don't want to I don't want to pack like the Paramount or anything like that. I don't want to do 2000 seat venues, but I'll take like 100. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll take I'll, I'll take an auditorium. Um. Yeah, I think so. I, I guess my um, short term um, is just I. I'm really going into. I've really kind of shifted into comedy as the art form, kind of thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I feel like when I, like I love doing it. Basically, I guess that's the thing is like I do it. Like if I don't have stuff to work on or I don't feel like I need to go up, I don't go up. Right. I'm right. not. I'm kind of treating it like other like addictions or anything like that. Yeah. I'm not because I know it will come in time. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm not and I'm not trying to rush this. I want to do right. this correctly and I want to do it the way I want to do it. So short right. term for me is doing what I f- want to do. Yeah. While I still have the option. Making it a marathon and not a sprint. Yeah. And um what was the second one? <laughs> <laughs> uh your intermediate goal like, so like your middle goal um like a five-year plan is how oh uh, this. i guess well no i guess well right now like this my the thing i'm currently focusing on that's the thing i kind of just recently like came to the realization of of just like hey do it when you want like do it you know obviously yeah. when you're booked you know what i mean like that's i get excited about shows because i get more time but if i'm right. gonna go out i i don't <clears throat> I love hanging out with my buddies and joking around and stuff like that. Not a lot of them live close anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, almost everybody's like an hour plus away or something like that. So like, right. like that, I got to, I kind of got that a little bit this past weekend with Andy and everybody for, we were getting fitted for our tuxes for Andy's wedding. Um, yeah. And Lemaire was there. Nate Marshall was there. Um, his brother, Andy's brother was there. Um, who's not a comic or anything. He's just whatever. But then it was like me, LaMare, Nate, Andy, like, and it was just a fun, t- like, it's, it's just so much fun to hang out with comics. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, Do you know what I mean? agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so what I'm like, I guess what I'm currently yeah, working I, on 
is it, is like that. I guess that's the thing is I get excited about shows, but I'm not yeah. like unless I have like a but. But I kind of just I'm really writing to add to my set right now, like writing, adding <clears throat> to the jokes that I have, making them better, making them, the the set tighter, it work better, yeah, flow in a good way, um, and stuff like that. And I feel like I uh, currently what I'm trying to work on is I want to be traveling every I month. I want to be <laughs> the very best. Every month for like a show. no one ever was. That's not Get it. them is my real test. To train them is my cause. You're doing so many free ads. Uh, hey, I never revealed what that last one was. Pokemon! <laughs> ah, you fuck, you did it. There's... You did it, you bitch! But no, like currently, currently working <clears throat> on trying to travel monthly for comedy yeah somewhere hopefully uh and then long term is to that was nice to be currently uh or to be just doing just comedy as my job that's it yeah for sure um at any level so, i can possibly reach but i i really i don't care about theaters or i don't i, I don't i want to yeah, i would love to be a touring club comic that's honestly do, i'm fine. i want to do it for a living it doesn't matter what that means. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I ultimate, like, I don't want to, uh, I, and it's not just me being a hipster. I don't want to sell out like, uh, radio city music hall or right. anything like that. Um, but like if being a touring comic means that like I'm doing like, uh, living room shows in the Midwest sometimes and other nights I'm doing clubs and, and other nights I'm doing, you know, basement yeah. shows or art gallery shows or whatever the case may be, then by, <clears throat> by all means, that's where I want to be. Right. I just want to be, I want comedy to be my uh, income. Right. <clears throat> I gotcha. Uh, so then he also asks, <sighs> he follows up with, are you where you thought you'd be at this point? Are you progressing like you think you should? Um, so this question is kind of complicated because if, if, uh, me three years ago would see where I was now. Uh, I would be super frustrated and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You should be so much further by this point. Um, but, uh, me now I'm content where I am. And I think that I have, uh, I have like evolved appropriately. Um, one thing that, uh, I will, uh, I'm going to confess on the episode that uh, I, it's difficult for me because I don't like speaking positively about myself. Um, but I think I, I feel like I must be underrated by a lot of people because um, like I feel like I consistently do well and I'm always very proud of how I do. But I just like I've been going through a thing where like I'm not uh, I'm get I'm still getting booked a decent amount. But like, uh, I don't know, just like being. Uh, and this is, you know, not throwing shade at you, Chris Russo, who I, I know you're listening to this, but like, you're not the only one who's done this, but like being a backup, being like, hey, if somebody backs out, can you fill in? Right. And and like that's like part of that feels good. But also like uh, I'm at a point where I feel like I've I've been like I've already done feature sets three times this year. Right. Which, like, compared to, like, in the past, having three feature-length sets by April is pretty good, I feel like. Um, and, like, and like I feel like I could easily make it a 45-minute set or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, 
So I just, I do feel like I get looked over a little bit for like the level I'm at. But I also think that's because um, people, like when I'm getting out to stuff and people are seeing me, they don't realize, I don't think a lot of people realize how long I've been doing it or how much work I put into it. Yeah. So they don't take me quite as seriously as the people that they see at their mic every Thursday. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like I, I'm I'm thinking of it as <clears throat> is you have there's a there's definitely a level of growth that I think comes with it. Like I really yeah. didn't picture myself anywhere necessarily. Well, you know, like I didn't really think of it like that. I kind of just thought of it as this is um, this is just something that like I will do like I will do for as long as I enjoy it. Like this is a thing that, and and I there I don't see this ever not being something I enjoy. I I love this as yeah, much as yeah, I right. as I do like music or anything like that. It's not it's not just it, I would I obviously still do it for free. I'm just not doing it for free as much as I used to. Right. Like that's I, that's the only thing is I I still I, write. I still come up with jokes. I still perform whenever I possibly can. It's not that. Right. That's the thing is is I don't I don't war like. I know this, this sounds like fucking. I sound like one of those fucking doctors that <laughs> decided coffee was cancerous. But like, like <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm, I'm going to be coffee, Pat. A chemical in. Yeah, coffee. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be. <laughs> I I feel like just I'm not as worried about like not being put on shows or where I'm put on shows or how much time. I do think about it and I even vocalize it usually. Like I yeah. I usually say like you know. Yeah, I should be. I should have headlined. You know what I mean? Like I should have headlined the show, or I should have. I I probably should have gotten like that guy's spot. If for oh, that right. for yeah, for I, the headline, like for the longest, like you're talking about this, like uh, for the longest time, I kind of took it as an insult. Like every show I was on, either somebody wanted me to host or to open, and I was just right. like, I'm kind of like, what does that mean? Because I you always kind of feel like when you start out, you think the first person is the shittiest. You know, you kind of think of that every when you go see bands, yeah. that's usually well, an opener. Well, I, I think one thing that kind of helped me with like kind of getting over that is like um like doing well as an opener. Like having people who are like putting on shows specifically. Yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Like, and that's what I figured like, out. Hey, yeah. do you hey, do you mind opening? Because I know that you'll start the show off right. Like there was there was a show that I did early on when I moved up here, not long after we moved up here. Um I, d- I was on a sh- I got on a show with Joe DeRosa. He was coming through Lancaster yeah. and the person who was supposed to host was like, oh, I, I don't want to host. Like, I, I want to do a set. And I was just like, what do you mean? Like, well, <laughs> like that, that was kind of like one of those things of like, uh, I don't like you can't just not do like they asked you to host. That's the way you're on the show. But I was like, <sighs> you know, like, all right, I'll host. Because I know that I'm a good host. Do you know what I mean? Right. But eventually yeah. you kind of have to get out of that hosting thing if you want to. It's that's I think that's, you know, like we always talk about or I at least always bring up the fake it till you make it kind of shit. Like, yeah, <clears> definitely. I'm I'm leaning heavy on the fake it right now and it's working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like if people think I'm a, more of a comic than I am, like I just let them do it. I don't correct them and I don't play into it. Like I won't go like yeah right. I'm the best I'm from New York City I did like I'll just go like yeah it's still one of those or things you know you're not walking around being like I have a tight hour <laughs> yeah do you know, yeah do you know what I'm saying like I yeah, I totally. I can fill time but I like it's one of those things of like I I'm I'm I, my pocket right now my comfort zone is a nice twenty five thirty minute set 
I can yeah, I can I'm, fucking nail that shit. Yeah, and that's, and I that's honestly I I don't think I I don't think I would have like if I actually had a self-assessed or anything because I'm not even four years fully in yet. So yeah. like I'm so I'm on my fourth year, and I have. I, and I know a solid, I know for sure a solid 25 to 30 minutes. I have way more than that. I have more of a headlining, but as we remember from the Ninja Gaiden, it's not, yeah. it's not, uh, it's not ready. <laughs> the full, yeah, the I, full I, hour isn't ready. The 45 minute is not necessarily, but a fucking 25 minute to 30, like a feature set. I got it. Yeah. But I, I don't necessarily think of that. I kind of think, you know, when people think of me, I'll get shows and people will think of me hopefully when I go out and do and I'm just trying to do it the way I'm most comfortable with. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't think yeah, I totally. I don't think I would if I if I would think when I started a couple years ago just to be like, holy shit, you have a feature set. And honestly, I think that's another thing, too, is thinking about like some of the comics that I, I've gotten to meet and work with, like. That's kind of like wow, like people that I didn't even know about until I started in comedy, like yeah, stuff right. like that, where you're like, wow, and you get to work with them, and you're like, wow, holy shit, this guy's gonna be a fucking headliner. This guy's this this is the next kind of like <clears throat> the next kind of wave of like I don't know what comedy's gonna be in even the next five years. I have no idea what it's gonna look right. like, right? But right, and, I and I feel actually... comfortable with the, the the job that I like the career I have chosen. I feel like you know right. And one one of the points you made that rolls really good into his last point. Um, his last point asks, what's propelling you forward slash holding you back? So you had mentioned about doing it the way you want to do it, getting shows the way you want to get shows, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and I think for me, that's one of the things that's definitely holding me back because the way I want to get shows is because, again, no offense to anybody listening. If you take offense to this, whatever. Fuck all you. He's lying. <laughs> Fuck but, you, people, uh, bitch. The way I want to do it is I, have no idea I don't. You're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to ask for shows. I don't want to ask oh, for yeah, spots. Yeah. I don't want to ask people to give me time. I want to have earned it. Well, yeah. I want I I want people to when they think I, when someone says I need fifteen minutes or I need twenty five minutes. I want to be something. Someone I want to be someone people think of. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I think that's a big I think that's a big thing holding me back is that I have too much shame pride. to be like can, pride. Can can you give me a, I I wouldn't even say pride. I would say I'm ashamed to ask. No, you think you're you think you th- not that you're above it, but you want to be above it. Well, it it's not even that. It's just I I I'm not comfortable. It is a situation of like I want to earn it, but I'm also not comfortable being like can I have some stage time? I have no shame. I'll ask. I'll ask for people's <laughs> sets. I'll ask if I can swap with them. Yeah. And just be like, hey, can I have your spot? Like that's you know what I mean. Like, or yeah. I'll offer. Like uh, I've done it so many times where I've like I've sunk other not sunk other comics like, not not in like a not in a literal way, but I was like, oh, let me go up first because I know I've been at this show before and these guys get drunk by like the the spot that I was on. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna be useless. I'm gonna get them while they're early, while they're just buzzed, fucking level the room and then just leave. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I gotta uh, work early. Bye. <laughs> but it's also like, oh, I know this room. This room. These guys just sit here. None of them get up. They just sit here and drink. And by yeah. the third or fourth comic, they're fucking hammered and they're not even paying <laughs> attention anymore. It's not even worth it. It's like yeah. it's like it's like Binghamton, essentially. Like that's the uh, right. 
it's just a uh, bar that you're doing comedy in after that point. And I, I'll say one of the things that I think is pr- propels me forward in comedy is the fact that um, <clears throat> in a similar vein, uh, I, most most of the shows I do are not just shows my friends are putting on. Like yeah. I, I, I feel like yeah, a yeah. fair like I'm I'm at a point now where like the shows that I'm doing more serious time are shows where I'm opening or featuring for somebody who's coming through on a tour. I get so I'm excited getting, by or the way. Like I'm getting booked or something. <clears throat> I saw that. I think it was either it might have been on Twitter or some kind of social media where it was somebody referring to the show your the Dave Ross show. Yeah. That you like that you did and it was something like oh when you realize when you go to see your favorite or you know your uh a comic you like or something like that who's your favorite podcast and you realize everybody knows each other or something like that yeah I, I can't it was something like that right like yeah and i was like oh my god she likes our fucking podcast yeah. <laughs> and then my first thought was like oh my god she came to see chris <laughs> and her favorite podcast is the buddha boys forgetting completely uh. that the apparently okay chris i don't know if you realize this Apparently, other stand-up comics have podcasts. What? I thought we were the first. Get, no, not only I thought we were the only. I thought because I mean, with you know, Andy is he's more of like a performance artist. I feel like like a one-man yeah, show that's kind of true. thing. Yeah, he's more into the hip hop and gives, liberty. He gives a lot of TED talks. You know, he has the the sweater right. kind of points at stuff, and he goes like, <laughs> you know. But, that was too fast for Andy. You got to slow it down a bit. No, no, I was just getting ready to say a word. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, okay. That's that's spot on then. The, uh, if if that was words, <laughs> that would have been Jay Leno. <laughs> not far, not far. Um, but like, yeah. I feel like there's uh, I that's I was surprised to realize, not like seconds later, <laughs> half a minute maybe, maybe a minute, I was like, oh, like she's talking about the guy who was headlining. That's the comic. <laughs> She's talking about Dave Ross and his fucking podcast. Like, like yeah, I was. I got so legitimately excited. Like, oh, there's a Buddha baby that we don't know that's coming yeah. to see Chris do comedy because he's talked about it this, on this fucking podcast. But yeah. no, that's not the case, uh, man. Don't I wish? Fuck you, babies. But, <laughs> you don't no, support I, us at all. I I think that's one thing that propels me forward. And and like one thing is like. I, I'm to a point now where, like, I know enough L.A. comics that if I went out to L.A. for a week, I could get a couple spots. Yeah, you could definitely you know get I mean? a couple holes that you could put like, your dick in. Let me tell like, you. I, like, I, I, and that's just from, like, opening or featuring for them that, I, that I've, like, built that uh, base. Right. Um, so, like, that's one of the things I think that propels me forward is, is um, and, and honestly, uh, another thing that really propels me forward is, uh, as petty as it sounds, compliments. When people tell me I did well, it like, or like when I can really feel like I did well. Yeah. Like when I get off stage and I know I did amazing or I know I did really well. Yeah. Nothing propels me more than that. It's cool. Than that feeling that I did well. I've had it like one time where a lady wanted to, uh, no, a couple times, a couple different times, like two or three, where people wanted to get their picture taken with me. And I was yeah, like, that's awesome. that was like, that's weird. Like, that, like, yeah, <laughs> that, that was when I was like, all right, I live probably like 10 minutes from you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this, you could, you could have a picture with me anytime and you could just do whatever you want. But I, yeah. I, I, it's, it's flattery, like any kind of flattery like that. I think you're right. Like that kind of when somebody says, oh, I liked you, you were hilarious or you were my favorite, stuff like that is like, 
It d- right. that helps. That's what you're doing it for. That's yeah, people absolutely. reassuring you. It's it's you're doing. See, that's the thing is, a lot of people think that is what you're doing it for. No, you crave that. We crave acceptance, and we crave. I mean, everybody does. Everybody wants right. to hear that their acknowledgement and that they're doing a good job. So yeah, when somebody says yes, it's ego. Yes, it's whatever. But it's also just basic human like character to to want people to say I like you the most. Yeah, you were my uh, favorite, absolutely. or you're the best, or you are so funny, yeah. or some. I'm gonna tell all my friends, or some shit like that. Yeah, there's nothing, it does there's matter. No feeling. Like yeah, that's there's no better feeling. But I considering the fact that I do this most of the time, not even expecting to get that stuff. But see, that's what I'm saying. Is like, do I've done mics where there's like one person in the audience. But that's the thing is, I still th- want that one person to think to think I did well. You know right. what I mean? Like that I, kind of I thing. Mean, it is the self acceptance yeah. and everything. But I. Maybe maybe we we wouldn't have maybe we wouldn't do it without a crowd. But I've done it so many times without crowds that it's like no, yeah. I I, I think that that's the thing is it's it's a compulsion. Like even if it is like you said exactly, even if it's just one person, I'm performing the same for one person that I would for a hundred people. Like I I love all of the listeners that we have. Like really, like for legitimately, I really do appreciate every all the co- contributions, um, yeah, feedback when people like. You know, like even Nick, you know, Nick listens on a regular basis and that's cool. My right. brother and, and contributes. Yawn. Yeah. Yeah. Yawn. <laughs> yawn. Wait. Yawn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody in podcast world, just think of that word I just said. <laughs> I, I always try that too. I would try to just think the word and see if it would work, like to see if I had yeah. superpowers, but. Oh, don't just, poop. Uh, <laughs> don't. Men, just men who stare at goats it. <laughs> yeah, just like look at them. Sometimes <laughs> I would mimic, you know, and like either way. Um, yeah. But like I, I love the fact that they contribute and everything. But honestly, if if nobody listened, I feel like I'd still do this every week. Oh, yeah. Like sure. it, it's Absolutely. weird. It's really strange. If we had zero downloads, I I just feel in the ho- like I, I, I feel like maybe after a while, maybe I wouldn't like, I, yeah. you know, it might just get a little bit. Because that's what kind of keeps us going is the fact that they contribute questions, they listen, and they give us feedback, whether it's good or bad. I know I give them shit for when they criticize or when they say, like, no, stop doing these stories, stop doing – but we listen for the most part, and we don't. We will kind of switch gears. We'll do something else. And I I feel like the kind of, like, report – this is, like, not as – like, I I would love this podcast to get bigger. But yeah, I'm with you. But even like this is really cool to have our own kind of community of people that listen. Like if you know somebody that would like this show or you think may be entertained by our quips or <laughs> our our take, you know what I mean? Like I know we get into the political shit every once in a while, but we also like to do silly stories or rapid fire questions. Yeah. <clears throat> but that's I, I don't know. Maybe this has really helped to kind of substitute and maybe uh, like kind of take care of that urge of wanting to go to open mics weekly. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, de- I definitely agree with you. That, it's not that like it this for me. It's not a full replacement, but it's definitely something that helps me work that muscle, like that kind of comedic right. muscle to where, you know, if every podcaster does live shows and every standup does podcasts, like what's the fucking difference anymore? You know right. what I mean? Most, most fucking Netflix specials are like, <clears throat> uh, podcast episode, like they just like all premises. You know what I mean? Like there's very right. 
the bar is so low, you know what I mean? Like that maybe it's not out of the realm for people to say, oh, you're the best or, uh, you know, can I have my picture taken with you? You know, shit like that where you have like I feel like as long as it's quality content, that's all like that's where like in any of the cases, that's what propels it. That's what does. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I feel like that's all of that stuff is what. But I, I don't know if this is kind of that same muscle, though, because you don't get that immediate reaction. Do you know what I mean? I've learned that a lot because people yeah. listen at different times. So you don't get it's not as the same as stand up where you get that immediate acceptance through a laugh or through, uh, you know, afterwards, like shaking hands and shit like that. Like you kind of get it whenever somebody likes the post or comments on a fucking, uh, on iTunes or some shit. And those, like those, those like legitimately, when we got that, that lower review, it was like, why, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like we try, (laughs) what is it? Like, that's the only way we're going to get better. So I don't know. Um, uh, I I don't know if it's the acceptance though. Like I I feel like we'd still do it, even if we didn't have that. But maybe not. Maybe yeah. maybe it would get old. I don't know. But I feel like since I've gotten more of it, I've <clears throat> I've kind of not felt as compelled to like go to bar open mics and fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the kind of like right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah, I'm I'm you know? with you on that. It's not that I'm not. It's not that I'm not dedicated like if i had if i had mics or shows that i don't don't know it's not even being nearby it means nothing like it just kind of like i don't have to go there i don't have that that same urge anymore maybe maybe i'm not a comic anymore oh what what just happened (laughs) (laughs) now you're just a podcaster is that it is that all i'm doing maybe i'll go on youtube no I could find some dead bodies. Yeah, you could. You could definitely talk about hip hop. I don't think anybody's doing that. Mm-mm. No, hey, <clears throat> our live stream did really well. Do you guys like yeah, the live did. stream? We can't do that now because we're on different <laughs> In two places. <separate> places. <coughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Another one from Pappy. <laughs> uh, if you're a comedian and you're not on Twitter, you're just a hobbyist. Bullshit. Wait, did he uh, say bullshit or you said bullshit? No, I said bullshit. Uh, if you're a comedian I, and, and what? If you're a comedian and you're not on Twitter, you're just a hobbyist. Um, I definitely, I think some form think... of social media presence is like <sighs> kind of necessary to be an entertainer, just because like it's so important for um, like discussing things and everything. Uh-huh. But like, I don't think Twitter's the important one. I would honestly put Instagram above Twitter. Yeah, and feel... and and Facebook as well. I feel like there's more um, eyes on Instagram. Twitter is more just at this point. It's just it's just the worst parts of Facebook. Well, well, yeah, and, and that and that's the thing too is like I there was a point in time where I was like I'm gonna try and put like bits out on Twitter just to keep my Twitter presence up, but then I was like, oh, I can just put them on Facebook, right? Like like the bits that aren't worthy for a stage. Yeah, um, you know, like that stuff I can definitely do. So like kind I of think, throwaway jokes and like that. Right. Like, so if it was so, if you changed it to social media, I would say sure. But Twitter specifically, man, yeah. I don't. I I disagree. Yeah. I th- um. Yeah. I don't. I th- I think it's more of a. It's just you. Ha- you you just have to find your thing. Like that's. I think the. It feels like the thing that I'm most successful at the social medias is Instagram. So. <clears throat> So I, I kind of feel like I've really thought lately, like, I think I'm just going to not 
go on Facebook anymore. Like I'll keep Facebook Messenger in case anybody needs to get in co- contact with me. But yeah. I think I'm just gonna not fucking really go I, on Facebook. Like that's honestly, it's, co- comedy and the Buddha boys are the only reason I go on Facebook. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Is like if I didn't, I didn't have one. I got rid of it, and I felt I loved it. I fucking loved it yeah. so much. I loved not knowing what everybody thought. <laughs> it, yeah. it was so fucking awesome to not know what everybody thought always. But right. hey, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> so I have to I have to have it in some way. So I'm going to keep Messenger in case like uh, Mr. Heron needs anything or uh, he needs to, you know, act like a sociopath. You know, he can have a sounding board here if I need to keep in contact with the podcast stuff with you and Bill. You know, anything like, like shout out to Bill Russell, executive producer. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a I feel like there's a listen to Drunk Bill Explains on iTunes. Um, I feel like there's don't do that. We still have <laughs> podcast beef. I don't think so. I think we, that, that's been <laughs> that's been quelched. Are, are, are we uh, are we squashing the beef right now? Officially, I, I feel like there really never got it. You know, you know, ain't nothing. But a <clears throat> all right, y'all beef is squashed. Go listen to Drunk Bill Explains. You're welcome, uh, Bill. <laughs> you're welcome for forgetting about your atrocities for, against for, me. for the for the Buddha bump. Right. Um. um but yeah, I, I feel like there there's the like. I forget what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pat. It's your fault. That's know, definitely your fault. But I, I all right. But like those out of any of those social medias, I feel like I I it's it's nice to have Facebook and and whatever for events and for. But even so, like nobody's honest with any events, you know. Right. Nobody nobody gives a shit about like I I just like the like, honestly if it wasn't for the Buddha Boys or Buddha Babies group that is on Facebook. Which is yeah. where we get all our stories and our rapid fire topics. A lot of that stuff is from the either the Buddha Boys page on Facebook or the Buddha Babies group. Um, we can add you. Just just let us know. Uh, yeah, request and, to join. We will approve. Like if it wasn't for that, I I would happily get rid of Facebook, Instagram. Right. I like, but I even so, I probably could do without. I don't necessarily need it. It's the people. Yeah. It's the stories on Instagram that I hate. Like I don't. I most of the time I don't really watch them. There's some that I watch yeah. that I think like maybe funny, like Alan Massenberg. He's he's pretty funny. I like those. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Um, fuck, who else was? <sighs> I can't remember who it was. Usually, comics ones are pretty good. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Burt Kreischer is really good on on Instagram stories and shit like that. Like, but just Twitter to me, I feel like especially to use that that term or that one particular one is like to me the most useless because now it's just the worst part. It's just arguing. Arguing, right. but it does have nudity, so moving on. True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the last one from Big Papa Russo is, when is it not presumptuous to pay for a headshot? I would argue it's always presumptuous. What does presumptuous mean, uh, exactly? Like, <clears throat> I uh, think I know what it means. Presumptuous is like thinking that you need it. It's Well, it's not. it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have a nice picture of you. <laughs> Whether you go missing, whether <laughs> you headline or, or are on a show, or yeah, even just to, uh, to to like have as a fucking good profile picture, a professional looking headshot well, is not necessarily <clears throat> bad to have. But uh, right, no, I. But my thing is, is uh, if he's asking if if it would be presumptuous, is if he had one, I would say yes. <laughs> so my my feeling is though is you can you can get a 
So I'm not counting like action shots at a comedy show. No, no, no. I'm saying headshots. headshots. I'm saying like having having somebody right. take okay. your picture okay. for that is right. is not necessarily so, a bad thing, you know. No, but I I would say I would say it's kind of presumptuous just because like the fact that you're going out of your way to pay for a headshot at like in an unnatural uh environment is like is like I think what is presumptuous. Whereas like if you pay somebody to come to a, a show and take some pictures that's different you know I don't and know. it works the same and it works the same as a headshot i, I feel like just you know, it's it, still a promo it but. doesn't hurt to have nice pictures of yourself <clears throat> it doesn't hurt to have because that's the thing is even if you like as long as you kind of like chris russo has not changed at all yeah in all of the years <laughs> that i know him he wears the exact right. same clothes and the exact same look the exact same weight i'm pretty sure you know what yeah. i mean like he's pretty much exactly the same if he did get them when it was presumptuous, by the time it's not, then he may still be able to use them. So you save that step, <laughs> right. you know, because that's the thing is it's weird once you get to a certain point. Like I've had like little like grazes of that where people are like, send me a headshot in a bio. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what that means. Right. What is a headshot? What is it? What do you well, mean by well, it? Like I have that was <clears throat> the hardest thing for me. I felt it was more presumptuous to me to say hilarious comedian you know, or funny comedian. Like. Just right. to go like I'm a comic that's from here, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's yeah. again, that's well, the like fake my, it till you make it. If he has yeah. presump, if he has that presumptuous headshot, he's he's putting out the 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 vibe, I guess, or well, the the fucking yeah. the thought that he that he has a reason that to have he has a headshot. that he has value in some way, which again right. we know he does not. So, but but like again, the thing is, is like I have good pictures that I didn't pay for that are just pictures like friends took of me whether it's in public or in an action shot or whatever that I use as my headshots. Um, so I guess it's just a situation where like you could get close to headshots without having to like, uh, like schedule it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without having to like book an appointment with a photographer. Um, so it's just kind of like, uh, I would say, I would say until you're touring action shots will do until you're a touring comic once you're a touring comic then you need headshots hmm. i think you have to have headshots to become a touring comic so i think that logic is flawed well but i'm saying like that's the like so like if you're planning on on starting I don't think, a tour let me just or say trying to put to, like if you're planning on trying to put together a tour that's the moment you should get headshots okay i will say it is never presumptuous to get headshots but you say Right before you go on tour, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I I wasn't sure like that. I I think we pretty much we kind of are on the same spot, except for the fact that I like I feel like it's never going to necessarily hurt, except for the fact that I got my pictures when I had super long hair, and right. I look way different now. But I don't right. think I still got to use them. You know what I mean? I still got to use them a couple times. So like, it's not. And it, if it, your hair grows, and if your hair grows back, like when your hair grows back. Right, you'll be able to use them again. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of flirted with the thought of shaving my head again. I just, yeah, yeah. It's either, it's either shave all of it or it's all one length. That's kind of what I always strive for. Right, all one length. Makes sense. No matter what, any, any, like length, but it's all the same. Right. Do you get it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you get what I'm talking about? All right, let's jump over to the post you made today and do okay. our final three rapid fire. From old Hazy Nuts. Finally getting the Hazy Nuts. Jerry Hazy Nuts. Uh, what do you think is the best job uh, to mine 
material for stand-up. Wait, oh, to mine for material. Wait, what? To mine material for stand-up? Is that what he's saying? Yeah. Okay. So so what job do you think? Oh, what job do I think is best to mine, like as in mine, mining material for stand-up? Okay, I gotcha. Uh, I, I would say just any job where you're interacting with everyday people. Yeah. Retail like, or customer service. Uh, yeah, yeah, really any, any kind of inter- when you're interacting with people, as long as you don't work, I feel like working at home is probably the most stifling. Like, yeah, cause, definitely. Cause you just kind of be stuck with your own thoughts. Unless you, I guess, even if you're talking to people on the phone, it's so impersonal. Right. It's so you don't see you don't see other experiences necessarily unless you're like looking out your window or watching TV. Like you know what I mean? Like I I don't know if you're working from home. To me at least, working from home when I would have to I would struggle a lot more to come up with material. Just yeah, just I'm because I'm not necessarily unless I actually sit down and start writing. Well, yeah, and it's also too like a lot of the bits that I like, I don't necessarily have bits that come out of my job necessarily, but, like, at the mundane times of my job is when I'm, like, my brain is racing thinking of right. things. You know I, what I, I mean? I do it I do it more like I, I'll kind of – I don't – again, this is another thing where I don't necessarily sit down and write stuff. Right. I do when I feel like it. Like, I do when yeah, I feel I'm like – not necessarily like, oh, I've got an idea, but like, I feel like I should be doing this. And I feel like I'm motivated to do it right now, so I should do it right now. But right. I do my best writing, which is not not literal, obviously, but I do my best writing as far as material um, uh, when I'm driving. Like, that's usually yeah. driving by myself, listening to music. You And a lot of times I've realized I've like tried to like, instead of just listening to my regular playlist, I'll listen to like new music or like. I'll just shuffle like completely, like not even anything, even regular shit that I normally listen to. Just try to listen to something else a lot of times. But if I'm actually sitting down writing like at home, I'll listen to like uh, instrumental so I don't get distracted by like the the lyrics or anything like that. Yeah, I'm with you. But I I feel like for the most part, any kind of like when you're working with other people, kitchens, I feel like is probably one of the better ones. Um. Yeah, yeah, pretty much kitchens. Any kind yeah. of kitchen or yeah, food prep. Yeah, kitchens are good. Yeah. All right, so Jerry Hazynuts also asks, who is funnier, the Marx Brothers or the Three Stooges? Not really that familiar with either. <clears throat> well, I would have to say, I mean, I'm not as familiar with the Marx Brothers as I am the Three Stooges. Isn't that Groucho, seen, right? He's the... Gra- 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 yeah, Groucho, Harpo, and um, Solo, or whatever. Han Solo. <laughs> I don't know the third Marx brother. Han Solo, damn it. And uh, Leah, get uh, Han. (laughs) But Chewbacca. uh, What what I've seen of the Marx brothers was like silent or mostly silent. Whereas I think the Three Stooges had an advantage in being funny of having uh, their like voice. Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't really give a fuck about the Stooges. Really, the Marx. Yeah, the Marx brothers. I, I think was more. Wasn't it wasn't as slapsticky? Like it wasn't as like like it wasn't like vis like I don't know what like wasn't it a uh, fuck? Hey, hold on, you, you go ahead, vamp. <laughs> uh, oh no, I speak, was boy. Say, yeah, <laughs> uh, th- Three Stooges were definitely um, way more slapsticky and way more like physical um, right, right, comedy. Right. Um, <clears throat> but and, and I do definitely think also there's an amount like if if I'm removing nostalgia from the equation. Uh-huh. I think the Marx Brothers were probably better. 
Um, Chico, Harpo, Groucho. Yeah. Okay, so vaudeville, um, they're vaudevillian. That's what they were. Yeah. So they were. So I guess I don't know. That's kind of cool, like that, like them being all fucking. You know, like I don't know. Well, well, that's the thing. Three Stooges. Forty-four years vaude- they worked. Uh, the Three Stooges started as vaudevillian as well, though. So genres: um, wordplay, uh, slapstick, uh, musical, comedy, and deadpan. Yeah. So that's the that's the genres that they're in. So I I I'd have to say Marx Brothers are probably more more my style. Like I I like yeah. I like the Stooges, sure. You know, I guess whatever, you know, there's like it, I don't really care, but it's also yeah. like they they have made me laugh. But yeah. it's not something well, that like well, I don't sit there and watch like a marathon and fucking go like, "Oh yeah, right. I don't get psyched about it." Like I said, uh the nostalgia factor I think Three Stooges wins because like uh I would always watch it Sunday morning before I went to church and like when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh and and it was honestly like one of the earliest reasons why I remember trying to get out of going to church was so that I could stay home and watch the Three Stooges because it was on every Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, uh, I didn't watch the Marx Brothers until I was a little older, but I definitely concede to the point that I think Marx Brothers were, like, more important for comedy. Right. Like, they did more. All right. And then do you want to read the last one? Yeah, the last one is from old Kevin Brocious. Friend of the show. Executive Kevin. producer Kevin Brocious. Uh, fan, uh, what is it? Favorite conspiracy theory that's been proven true. Okay. Uh, Do you have one? I don't think so. I really, I can't think of one off the top of my head. I don't know of, it's not a conspiracy, but like I love the fact that um, like there was giant squids discovered live. Okay. Like that was pretty cool. Like the fact that there's like a live sea monster. Like it kind of makes me feel like there's maybe possibly other, other sea monsters. Yeah, like that's the only conspiracy Ma- theories I feel like. Like Bigfoot, yeah, there's probably a fucked up looking ape thing out there somewhere, but I don't know if it's. I don't think it's yeah. all of what all of the lore that is Bigfoot, but I think there uh, might be something. But uh, I think mine mine is a tie. I think uh, MK Ultra is pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just like the was idea that, but that was this- that a conspiracy theory? Well, uh, it was a conspiracy theory for a long time that, like, the CIA was, like, uh, trying to create, like, super soldiers and, like, break people's minds and stuff. And then they just, like, officially came out and, and, like, verified that, like, using LSD, the MKUltra program was essentially doing exactly that. Right. Um, But then there's another one that uh, is, like, I don't know if it's less known. I just haven't heard of it as much. But have you ever heard of Operation Sunshine? Or Project Sunshine? Project Sunshine. Uh, I don't know. That kind of sounds familiar. What is it? So after the nuclear bombs were dropped on uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, yeah, um, the U.S. government uh, wanted to test the effects of nuclear fallout on the human body. And of course, because they couldn't do it to live people, right. they were using cadavers. Now the conspiracy theory is that the government did it on de- on babies, uh-huh. um, and that actually turned out to be completely true. That the uh, that the U.S. government why would went you around, need to know? Uh, the, the U.S. government went around and was uh, like taking uh, body like baby body parts and like babies uh, who had passed away. And their bodies were donated to science and was testing the effects of radiation on these baby body parts. 
Um, so they were literally like stealing parts of dead babies um and like just just like testing how radiation affected the limbs um and i think the thing that's most fucked up about it is the government never disclosed why they were taking the bodies they just did right like they never told the families like oh hey we're taking this to test like the radioactivity the effects of radiation on the human body Uh they were just like straight up like your baby's dead we want it. <laughs> give, uh, give us its like arms. They're, they're just holding both hands outstretched, like just kind of doing that thing, like the <laughs> one hand <laughs> clapping, both of them, like just give me, yeah. give me, give me. Um, yeah. th- this is the one I was thinking of, but I couldn't remember all the, um, all of the like the kind of bullet points of it. Uh, fake battle, real war. This was the the Gulf of Tonkin, in a, oh, yeah. a, on August second, nineteen sixty four, was faked to provoke American support for the Vietnam War, um, yeah. which is false flag. Yeah. False flag. False flag. Crisis actors. Uh, Black helicopters circling the building. Dude, I, got the papers. I watched a thing on Vice about, uh, fuck, what, I can't remember what the fuck they were called. They were like truthers, but for uh, crisis actor people. Yeah. And the people basically saying that, like, Oh, dude, I I cannot re- I can't remember the name of what they were they call themselves, but every single one of them was terrible. Like they yeah. like I get what they're talking about, and it's kind of the same thing I I say is like I feel like we used to see them taking <laughs> bodies out. We don't see that. Just anymore. show me a dead body. Just show me dead bodies. <laughs> Just show me a dead kid. That that was the thing. That was what I grew up on. How come with more exposure to the shit that we have, how come we're seeing less fucked up shit? This is what I'm, this is what I mean. Yeah. It's like, like why can't we find a picture? Like, you, I, I understand not being able to find like a picture of like Bin Laden because that's like government shit. Like they're gonna probably yeah. hide that if if it happened. Who knows? Yada yada. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit like that. I feel like I, I've gotten for more of the, uh, I've gone for more of the if I I don't believe it till I see it for most things. Like obviously the for like the flat earthers and shit like that is like all right guys, let's just assume that the Earth is round because it makes the most sense to us. You know what I mean? Like if even if you say it's not, like it there's somebody that can explain to you that it is. Are you there? Yeah. Were you lost? Uh. Hey, buddy. I think you're back now. Hello. Are you back right. now? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. What did what you miss? Hello. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yes. The whole time. I've never not been able to wow. hear you. Wow. I don't I don't know what was going on. For the last like 3 minutes you were talking like you were Stephen Hawking and it was fucking with my head. <laughs> Maybe it was cuz I started <laughs> I started talking about all these fucking conspiracy theories. That's what that's probably yeah, what it was. It was really it was really weird because you you initially got into you were getting right into the um, the last thing I heard was like uh, why now with more exposure are we not seeing the dead bodies and then it was just all static. That's so fucking creepy. Oh yeah, it and it was like it was static to the point where like I could not uh, even pick up what you were saying. It was so distorted. Right. Uh, and it was like one word every three seconds, but like really, really, really heavily distorted. That's crazy. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, 
I, I was just saying that essentially like we have all of this oh, fuck what was i saying god damn it <laughs> i'm sorry you were talking about how like technology changed but like when growing up you saw like the dead bodies oh yeah now... yeah well I, i'm just saying that like you know like i understand like why we wouldn't see certain things if they're like you know a government operation or something like that but for the most part i feel like you know there's leaks they like you see everything nowadays everything gets out do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. It just seems so well, strange to me in a lot of cases, but this is just, at least I like this, this story just mainly because it was, um, the Gulf of Tonkin was just basically where somebody, they tried to basically, well, they did, right? It was, uh, by the time yeah. the news reached American ears, the facts surrounding the North, uh, Vietnamese attack on American naval ship Maddox were already fuzzy. Declassified, uh, Intelligence documents have since revealed that the Maddox had uh, provided support for the South Vietnamese attacks on a nearby island and that uh, North Vietnamese were responding in kind. According to the U.S. Naval Institute, the event, quote, opened the floodgates for direct American military involvement in Vietnam, end quote. (laughs) So it, it was essentially them saying, like, hey, let's just say that this attack happened. And then people will say like, oh, my God, what? We should totally get into this war now. So yeah. it's essentially I, I know a lot of people said that um, or have said or are now saying that Pearl Harbor was the same thing. And, yeah, people uh, are saying the same thing about the the chemical attacks in Syria. Yeah, shit like that. Uh, like, I've heard I've heard people saying that they didn't actually happen. Which is and are, crazy, but yeah. also it's totally possible because it's we know that right. it's happened in the past, at least. But I, right. I mean, you kind of already think that anyway, because again, if you don't see it, how, how, how can you possibly know? Well, and like, for that's sure, a, like, like the stuff that, like, uh, with the uh, shoot. So I think my thing is like, uh, I think there are way better. Oh, I forgot that's uh, what I was talking about. Was the was the I, vice thing? Sorry. Right. I think the internet is a lot more strict than it was when we were seeing like Saddam Hussein faces being of hung. death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and stuff like that. So, like, now the stuff is, like, uh, like there are live leak videos of, like, the Parkland shooting. Of, like, teachers getting shot, caught on Snapchat. Right. And, like, all this stuff. Oh, no, I'm not doubting. Um, That's what I'm saying is is, is the fact right. that, you know, you it happens there. I mean, it, it happens. Like, I'm not I, – I don't deny – like, it's not like I'm going to – it's still, it's still, it's still the strangest thing because it's still like I don't know these people. I'm still able to detach kind of from the story, right? And, and have it not affect my because it literally doesn't affect my life. So I don't get as in concern, I guess, if it happens or not. It doesn't make right. sense. It, the only way that it, it tickles my fancy is thinking, oh, it was was this a fucking false flag? It, is this a false? Is there any kind of truth to the fact? But these guys, that's what I was talking about. Was the the vice people? Um, all the people in the show, in the movie, were like, or in the movie, in the, I think it was like, I think it was like a half hour thing. And I think it's on YouTube, if I remember. That's where I watched it. So, yeah. Uh, whether it's there legally or not. Um, I'll have to check it out. There was, oh my God, dude. The names, I can't remember. What, what the fuck? Uh, oh, the guy's name, I think, was like, uh, Thor, uh, Side Thorn or Thorn Side. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh or like thorn uh, thorn inside thorn side 
truth seeker. <laughs> I can't remember what the fuck it was. <laughs> and the lady's name was, oh, fuck. I think it was like Conspiracy Granny. Um. My God! And they had like that's self. That's got to be their YouTube channel. They're offering right? a one hundred. Yeah, yeah, they're on. They're online for sure. And like when the cops are talking to them, they're like, they're like, you can't tell me what to do. You got like they're screaming, and then the cops eventually like arrest them because they're trespassing. All this shit, like it's like, dude, it's fucking nuts the way that these people. And this guy is screaming at this guy's face, who, uh, He's, I think he's part of the church, a church that got shot up or something like that. I don't know if it was national or not, but like, um, his daughter died. Yeah. And they're like, that, yeah, right. Bullshit. Yada, yada. And he's just like, he's like, he's saying some of the most heinous. It's like Westboro Baptist, like concentrated into two people. Yeah. And they're just fucking screaming at this guy and like like Jesus. bullshit and they're like defacing some of the things that like the uh memorials that they have out like they have these like banners out that everybody signed and they're like yeah uh can't wait for the truth to come out conspiracy granny. You know like that's how they're <laughs> signing this shit. And um they uh oh fuck well they like they eventually they get arrested and I understand that. And I understand like you have to you have to control these idiots. Because that's yeah. If you're like, maybe they're like, oh, I don't see any bullet holes in the like. We're walking around. Do you see any bullet holes? I don't see any bullet holes. And it's just like, dude, let's just like, why don't let's let's let the evidence come out. How about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm. why don't we just wait until something you have something to to stand on? Because like otherwise, we have a church that got shot up by somebody. There's people across that live across the street, and they're like, yeah, they're actors too. And it's just like, okay, well, so you're always like, going to justify your argument, you know? Also, like, do they not think that, like, the first priority after the church getting shot up is to repair the bullet holes? <laughs> yeah, so that to you don't heal? Have the con- yeah, so you don't have the constant reminder every fucking time you look at the church right? that your daughter or someone else's children was, like, child was killed there? Th- there was, to me, there there's an element to what they were saying everything that they were saying that's what i'm saying is like i i do think about that stuff sometimes you know what i mean like when the vegas shooting shit happened i watched a lot of videos where i was just like yeah that's really strange that like the way that the they kept saying like how the brother was acting and like they're like all these videos where i'm just like all right everybody is just saying their own fucking thing and this is all getting crazy so it wasn't well, and, it wasn't and, as fun for me, but when I got to see well, the, and, the the picture of him after he committed suicide, I was like, okay, cool, cool. We got to see a dead body. Yeah. Well, and I think one of the crazy things, in my opinion, is the fact that we are so often always projecting onto others how we think they should handle a situation. Like, do I think his brother was acting a little fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, but, but also, like, like but imagine also, like, what just how, happened. Yeah, I don't know how I would react if I got a. Uh, if the news showed up at my house to tell me my little brother just yeah. killed like is responsible people. for the the biggest the large the largest mass <laughs> shooting in american history like right right and the same goes for too like if i experienced crazy loss like that pastor where my daughter was murdered i'm not like first of all i probably didn't take pictures of her dead body well yeah i, I don't know the it, guy wasn't he wasn't like uh, demanding Dead, like pictures or anything like that but well i th- I thought you said he was offering a reward for proof, for proof. yeah exactly for proof right. of of the shooting happening right and i will say if they've had it that long like i don't know what proof they're looking for 
exactly. Right. But if they didn't get anything that was convincing for them, that's because they're not going to get anything that's going to convince them. But well, right. but I will but say also, this. But uh, also too, like I, I was just going to say, like what, like I would not like what, 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 like what it would take, like pictures of the dead bodies inside that specific church. They'd have to, with, get, like, a it'd have to be a time machine, and they'd have to watch it real time. And I still don't think they would believe it. Yeah, I you know what I mean. Like, there's no convincing. That's why I don't fully commit to being a conspiracy theorist because eventually it's not fun anymore. Yeah, but yeah. but when you hear about this weird shit, like you weird, like they're calling David Hogg or Hogue or whatever his name is. Um, is it David? David Hogg? Hogue? Yeah, whatever David the guy's Hogg. name. Um, they're calling him a crisis actor. They're saying like uh, his family, this or whatever. I, I hated that. Yeah, I, their their whole family, when they were talking, I hated all of them. When all the conspiracy yeah. theory guys were talking, I hated all of them. I didn't like anybody well, in this episode. <laughs> that was one of the things, though, that I loved. Like, one of the, like, I, I didn't see this special, but one of the things that I saw when people were saying, like, David Hogg is a crisis actor, it was because and he goes, he, I'm like, not a fucking crisis actor, okay? He, <laughs> it's like, he, he, he like, he like two or three years ago was on the news in California, and it's like, oh yeah, people don't go on vacations, huh? People can't travel, people can't move. Right, that's not as compelling like, as. But I will say this: Have you seen the the weird Sandy Hook dad that comes out to give an interview, and he's like palling around, and he's doing whatever, and then all of a sudden they go like, all right, we're gonna go, we're gonna start, and he's just like, okay, and he goes, and he just starts crying and shit like that. Like that, that's yeah, weird but, to me. Like you know yeah, what you're coming I, out here to do. I think it could also be defense mechanism and be like, I don't know. Oh, I, my, my shields are up until they're going to make me talk about my kid. I'm not. I and am. Then, yeah. Yeah. But dude, like there, he's coming out to do a press conference about that. Like you, you're not going to be so like, I don't understand. I don't get it. If it, it affects you that much. But again, you can't say how somebody's mourning and you can't say exactly. how somebody is um, emotionally, but that right. just looks fucking weird to me. Right, it does. I, I, it does feed to their narrative. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, but I, I can totally. It's the oxygen to their flame. <laughs> as as somebody who's never been saddened by a death, uh, I can. You gotta totally... stop admitting that because you're gonna get on a list, and somebody's gonna uh, start fucking <laughs> analyzing you. Uh, but I can I can totally see though that like that in my brain is like a justifiable way to like deal with a child's death. Is like, oh, you just make you like you joke around and you just kind of ignore that it happened. But like, if someone's gonna make me talk about it, it's gonna fuck me up. Oh, what was the other thing? So like, there's another thing the about mo- that. Up to the moment, I'm shielding myself. The Facebook page. So like, page, I would totally do that. The Facebook oh, page that's yeah, open before. Yeah. Right, but that's so easily faked. Like you can. You're you right. Can fake you're right. So fucking easily. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know why they would. See, this is my thing. Is I want to assume the best in people. Right. And I, even these fucking wackos, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. To say like uh but, the, but, but to, that's the thing it's like I I, I want to why would they put that out there if it's going to be if it but, could so easily be Here uh, here's the thing though is I don't I don't think those wackos who believe it are faking it. I think what happens is you have a site like fucking 4chan or 9gag or something like that that is like uh that like throat because that is what, what the Trump presidency has showed us is that you can lie about shit on 4chan and the news will report it as true. So <laughs> yeah. what you have is you have a kid on 4chan who throws up this Facebook group and goes, look at this shit that I found. Uh, libtard idiots didn't realize that they made the Facebook group a day early. 
and then yeah. and then it gets picked up by people who believe it and it gets far enough removed that no. now this now that this guy who never heard of 4chan or has never been on 4chan right, is, right, seeing, right, right. is seeing that as proof exactly because yeah. because i i think the issue is um my here's my thing about that right it's like if sandy hook was faked and they went through the they went through everything of uh or like having yeah. a kid give up his life and go to jail and be and be framed as a shooter and have his mother be framed as a shooter right and pretend all of these kids were dead and have all of these families be negatively affected for the rest of their life even if they didn't actually have a kid that died right. and all that stuff and they're lining up all of this shit so perfectly someone wouldn't be like oh we should delete that facebook group we made yesterday and wait until tonight <laughs> i yeah and and i i i understand and that's what i'm saying is is it just it is one of those things that like when you see it at first like i see it on the internet and unlike other people when i see it on the internet i take it with a grain of salt right but if this is if this is a real thing like i said like you said it's so easily photoshopped it's so easily faked you know it could be whatever but if it just builds momentum i get it I don't I don't know for sure. I just am I just am so passionate about seeing dead bodies. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I thought this is I fucking this is how I know I'm I'm doing I'm gonna be just fine in comedy. Was uh <laughs> I was watching the again, like I said, the opening uh opening night for the Vegas Knights. And um before the 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 thing they have this they had a uh, what's his face L- logic i think is he's yeah. white 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 rapper guy he's not white is he not what is he he he's uh he is half white half african american okay anyway <laughs> the very <laughs> white looking guy he looks very he looks yeah. very he's, very he's very nerdy light. white dude he's very light skinned yeah yeah he looks like uh like a fit mclovin you know what i mean like he's like a yeah. real like a nerd but like toy you know, um, toy, like, toy, a like a toy, like a toy. He, um, and I was like, first of all, like logic. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, it was the most awkward concert that I've ever seen. Just a yeah. ton of like little, like 12 year old, like a, a bunch of kids that look like you probably when you were 13, just fucking into it, like love and logic. And I'm like, I have no idea. I, I know I'm out of the loop. Right. But this is the part that I was like, yeah, so (laughs) – hold on. I wrote it down. (laughs) This was a genuine thought that I had almost immediately after noticing that uh, Logic was performing at the the opening night. And I don't even know the combination. Like, is he from Vegas? Why him? You know? Yeah. I don't no, get I that. think he's from like Philly or something. So So it doesn't even yeah, it's not even okay. So hold on, where is it? Uh, da, da, da. Jesus, how far down is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, he wasn't even wearing uh Knights merch. I don't I think that's a little disrespectful. Was it to fill seats? Uh da, 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 concert. Oh yeah, so um I uh I don't I don't know if this is why they did it. But I do understand why they had Logic perform before the game. Before the game, yeah. just mainly because, um, like, when you think Las Vegas, you think outdoor concert. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like that's what your mind goes. You start the season with a, a an outdoor concert. You end your season with an outdoor concert. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's how it's bookended. Yeah. 
And uh, all of them, as far as I know, survived this one. So <laughs> I don't know if maybe, maybe the, maybe that's what it was. Maybe the tickets, maybe like, okay, look, we know that the show ended early. So here's some vouchers. You can, <laughs> you can, you can come and you can visit any one of our uh, sporting events this year for free. And I feel like these were, these were, this was just a fan appreciation concert. They handed out, uh, I feel like, uh, golden bulletproof vests before the game. <laughs> That was really nice, you know? It's, but really, you, you're performing. Nelly performed before the St. Louis Blues and had fucking blues gear on. Like, you got to. Yeah. If you, It doesn't matter if you like it or not. You don't get to sell your merch. You're here for the team. Where are the fucking, yeah. you know, fucking cocksucker. Disrespectful little bitch. You know what I mean? He's out here <laughs> flaunting around in his goddamn logic hoodie. It's not. It's Las Vegas. It's not hot or cold. What? <laughs> Well, if he performed at nighttime, it could have been cold. It was at night. Mm, the only okay. nights were on the ice. <laughs> I think that's it for the episode, though, right? That's we're not yeah, gonna we're not gonna do it. stories. No, that was way. <clears throat> that was just a super rapid fire episode. Super stupid rapid fire episode. Yeah, the Chris Russo rapid fire experience. That's not the name of the episode. Oh, okay. Do you got What's the to... name of the episode? Uh, toddler bullet points. Nice, <laughs> that's a good one. I like that one a lot. Um, what is uh? Do you got anything to plug? Uh, White Lady Def Jam this Saturday. Oh fuck, I forgot. <laughs> Four twenty one, baby. Four twenty one, bro. <laughs> I will have weed on me unless you're a cop, and I will not. So, um, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. Come out April twenty first, bitches. Also, yeah. Where's do I have another thing? No. I'm gonna be in Florida in May. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah, anything else to to say to these Buddha bitches? Uh, I'm gonna go take a shit. What about <laughs> you, Pat? Anything you need to tell them? Chris is gonna have his legs fall asleep with his dick in hand 45 minutes later. <laughs> hey, don't reveal my secret. So sorry. Be blessed, Buddha babies. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye. laughs>